0: Welcome, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter, at FFKnowItAll. I hope you guys are having an amazing week, and we're going to go ahead and talk about the Thursday night game tonight. We'll recap Monday's action as well. First, however, I want to touch upon the postponement of the Tennessee Titans' And Pittsburgh Steeler game. This is huge news. As many as nine positive tests have come out of the Tennessee organization, and there is word that they are trying to move it perhaps to Monday or Tuesday. Now, this brings up a slew of questions. Will the players be counted in Week 4's action? Will they be? Uh, will we have to substitute a buy here? Will? the week be extended if they play on Tuesday and how would waivers work there's a lot to consider here this could be a real mess from a a fantasy perspective and even from an NFL perspective now games have been postponed and canceled before and played during the bye but what do we do here do we just consider it a bye week thing I don't know we're we're really we just have to really look at it and see what uh, what can happen and and what can be scheduled so I hope to have more about this on tomorrow's uh, podcast, so keep your uh, ears tuned out for that, as well as my Twitter feed, at FFKnowItAll. I will update you there as well. I want to remind all of you that the Know It All Fantasy Football Podcast is a proud member of the Skull King Podcast Network. Check them out, www.skullkingsports.com. They cover everything from the top four sports in the country to Major League Soccer, Tennis, Golf, Collegiate Sports, MMA Fighting, you name it. They are the most comprehensive and up-and-coming website for sports fans out there. www.skulkingsports.com, and make sure you hit the slash Steelers to check out my articles. Now before we get started with Monday Night's Action, I want to tell you guys about another podcast that I personally listen to. It's called The Morning Smoke CLT. Join my man G as he covers a variety of topics that are not only near and dear to his own heart, but that all of us can relate to in one way or another. You've heard me talk about this week in and week out. If you're like me and you enjoy relaxing with a beverage and uh, a fine cigar, a cigarette, or even a pipe. Then the Morning Smoke CLT is for you. Trust me, friends, you will not want to miss it. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere that fine podcast can be found. Once again, the name of the podcast is the Morning Smoke CLT. You can follow G on Instagram at the Morning Smoke Charlotte. So make sure you give it a listen, guys. You will not regret it. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a look at the Monday night game that had the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Baltimore Ravens. This was a uh, a battle of two 2-0 two teams and certainly a highly anticipated matchup as... Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes went up was going up against league MVP for twenty nineteen Lamar Jackson. And this was not as close as the score would indicate. And we'll start on the Chiefs side of the ball with Patrick Mahomes having a Patrick Mahomes-like game. Thirty-one of forty-two. 385 yards and four touchdowns he added a touchdown on the ground 26 yards on four carries so he was instrumental in all five touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs they missed an extra point there which is why it's 34 you know you're starting Patrick Mahomes on a week-in and week out basis there's not much more to discuss there Clyde Edwards Hilaire Uh, Running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, 20 carries, 64 yards, respectable-ish. He only averaged 3.2 yards per carry, but it was against a stingy defense, so that's to be expected. He did add five catches for 70 yards as well, so he did get you that production in the passing game. So Edwards-Alaire is still a fringe running back one, and I say fringe because when they score five touchdowns and he doesn't find the end zone once, That's a little disconcerting. Now, I understand they were high flying all night and and everything, but I really, uh, that's kind of disappointing as as somebody who owns him in a league. But again, he will get his chances. He is the primary running back here. It's not even close. So he's locked and loaded. Like I said, fringe running back one, or if you're lucky, a running back two on your squad. The receiving. Uh, we'll start with Travis Kelsey as he was the most targeted wide receiver in this game six catches 87 yards he did not get a touchdown although he did get anywhere from 14 to 16 points depending on your game uh, depending on you know what your uh, format is Mecole Hardman and Tyreek Hill had very similar stat lines in this game each got a touchdown as well Hardman 81 yards on four catches, and also a score, like I mentioned. And Tyreek Hill, 5 for 77 in a touchdown. Very similar there. They are similar type players, and I I don't want to say they cancel out each other because both of them are startable, but I think that Hardman, if he continues to improve, he can kind of render Hill on the fringe wide receiver 2 threshold. Sammy Watkins is fine as a flex or wide receiver three, seven catches, 62 yards. The Chiefs had five players over 60 yards receiving in this game. Amazing. Just amazing when you think about it. I do want to mention the Chiefs' defense just a little bit. What they did to contain Lamar Jackson in this game is absolutely astounding and I think they're overlooked in a lot of ways. When you look at the Chiefs, you don't think defense. You think of them as an offensive team first, and as well you should. That just makes sense. But now you look at it, and they held Lamar Jackson to under 100 yards passing. Under 100 yards passing. Think about that. This guy was lighting it up for the later part of last year, and so far the first two games this year. He didn't look that good. He looked like he did when he first came into the league. Some of that may be he's coming down to earth a little bit as he was playing at such a high level, but I don't think all of it. I think you really have to compliment the Chiefs on, on what they're doing, quite honestly. Now, we will go ahead and talk about the Ravens now, and we'll start with Lamar Jackson. As I mentioned, it was not the most prolific game for Jackson. He had ninety-eight yards, or 97 yards passing on Uh, 15 completions, 28 attempts, one touchdown. Saved his fantasy day, in my opinion, although he did have uh, 83 yards rushing to lead the uh, Ravens. And we'll talk about the running game in just a second. It's, It's alarming. It is very alarming in Baltimore. You're locked and loaded with Jackson, even coming off of a bad game. He is your starter if you have him. You don't want him on the bench rattling off 50 points. It's just not something that I would recommend. So, Lamar Jackson, you're starting. You do want to keep an eye on his performance, though, just to see if this is a trend, if he's hurt or whatever. Always good to keep your eye on these things. The other running backs in this system, Mark Ingram, seven rushes for 30 yards, and Gus Edwards, four rushes for 39 yards. Now, Edwards, of course, has the better yards per carry, although neither of them are getting double-digit touches. So they you you're not going to own either one or, or you're not going to start either one. Excuse me, you most likely own Mark Ingram, and if you own Mark Ingram, you need to watch this because he is going to kill your team if you keep starting him not if he i mean thirty yards he's barely involved in the passing game he didn't catch a pass, so he's not somebody that should be on your radar. You are sitting Mark Ingram you're not starting Gus Edwards either, although he is a speculative ad if something is wrong with Ingram or if they cut bait with Ingram altogether and go with Edwards Dobbins is your pass catching back he is somebody that you can fringe, fringe flex play at best now moving to the receivers and again with this team we'll start with the tight end Mark Andrews, 3 for 22 not going to get it done you're still starting him but not going to get it done Marquise Brown 2 for 13 guys for the love of God, sit Marquise Brown. Don't trot him out here like he's some top-tier player, Tyreek Hill-Light. He isn't. He doesn't have a Patrick Mahomes throwing him the football, number one. And number two, he's not getting it done. Two for 13 is ridiculously bad. He is not somebody you can rely on, guys. Don't do it. Don't fall for you know the hype, I guess, is how to put it. and Just don't do it. Everybody else in this receiving core, Miles Boykin, Devin Duvernay, yeah, okay, I'll see you later. Willie Sneed had a couple of catches. I don't even believe I mentioned his name on a podcast this year, but what the heck, let's get it in there. Mark Andrews, as I said, you are starting. So from the chief side of the ball, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Edwards Alaire, and you are starting for sure Tyreek Hill. The other two wide receivers, Sammy Watkins and McCole Hardman, you can, they're fringe starters for you. Wide receiver two, I say wide receiver three, or a flex play, either one of them. Travis Kelsey, of course, top tier, tight end, you're starting him. On the Ravens side of the ball, you're starting Lamar Jackson, but you need to keep an eye on him to see what's going on. You're sitting Mark Ingram, you're maybe picking up Gus Edwards and stashing him on the bench. You're starting Mark Andrews, you're keeping an eye on him as well, and you're sitting everybody else. I don't say you cut Marquise Brown, but you do sit him. For those of you out there who run a business, you're most likely using an outdated website if you even have one set up at all. That's where Bove Design comes into play. Rob and company have the tools and expertise to set your business up for success. Don't just take my word for it. Follow them on Instagram at bove.design, that's B-O-V-E dot design, and you can see their custom work firsthand. You can also check out my Sharp new logo as well when you've uploaded or downloaded this podcast as it was made courtesy of Bove Design. So make sure you hit Rob, the owner, up on IG, throw him a follow, check out his work. If you're looking for graphic design work, web design, or even a custom logo like the one I have. Okay, so we will now dive into tonight's matchup between the winless Denver Broncos and the also winless New York Jets. The Broncos have suffered the loss of their starting quarterback, their number one wide receiver, and half of the tandem that was going to be their two-headed monster in the backfield. We'll start with Drew Locke. He's missing the game, and he quite possibly could start next week, although that would be an early timetable, and I'm not expecting that to happen. You are going to see the um, debut of Brett Rippen at quarterback so that is something that we, we we're I'm anticipating and I always like to see new players come on board just to see what they're capable of remember everybody nobody thought Tom Brady was going to amount to anything when he came out sixth round draft pick drew Bledsoe got hurt and then bam it happened am I saying that Brett Ripon is the next Tom Brady absolutely not please don't at me or <laughs> or uh misquote me in any way but things can happen. So keep your eye on it and just take a look to see what uh, what you might see tonight when you're watching the game. As far as Melvin Gordon goes, you're starting him regardless. Phillip Lindsay most likely will be out. He's listed as doubtful, but uh, he's not playing. So you have Melvin Gordon in this backfield. He is going to get all the touches, basically, uh, for the most part anyway. He is locked and loaded as a running back, too. Yeah, running back two. He's not a fringe one. He's a, he's a running back two, in my opinion. In this wide receiver core, Jerry Judy, you can start him as a wide receiver two. He should get you enough numbers to get in that uh, that wide receiver two, wide receiver three territory. You can look at K.J. Hamler out of the slot as somebody that might get you flex production, but I think he's better off in two flex leagues or on your bench. You're not starting any of the other wide receivers in this core – Noah Fant obviously locked and loaded as a, a tight end for you if you have him on the team. Do keep in mind that Rippin is a new quarterback and while Driscoll had a an affinity for Noah Fant, they had a connection from the Pittsburgh game. I don't know how that's going to transcend down to Rippin, but new quarterbacks tend to lean on the tight end a little bit more. That's why I like Melvin Gordon in this as well for a lot of the um a lot of the checkdowns. So from the Denver side of the ball, you're not rostering Rippon for any reason. You have Lindsey on your team. You're benching him, of course. You're not cutting him. You're starting Melvin Gordon. You're starting Noah Fant. You can start Jerry Judy as a flex or wide receiver too. And if you are desperate or want to or don't have really a choice, you can put K.J. Hamler in the second flex, but I would sit him otherwise. Nobody else on this Denver team. Denver's defense is interesting because they're playing a depleted Jets offense. They are a good play. This is going to be a low-scoring game, guys. Take the under if you're betting this game. On the Jets' side of the ball, Sam Darnold. I was, I was talking with a listener yesterday about Sam Darnold. He is not a bad quarterback. He just has nobody to throw to, and now he has no running game. Sam Darnold is he's definitely not a bad quarterback as I mentioned he if he had weapons I would really be interested to see what he could do I like him as a streamer in this game not necessarily as somebody you want to start but if you're hurting let's just say you don't know what's going to happen with Ben Roethlisberger and he's your starter or Ryan Tannehill now those guys probably aren't starting for a lot of folks at least Tannehill isn't at this point but I'm just using that as an example. You could be hurting, and you might need to stream somebody. Darnold is not a bad streamer in this game. He is the experienced quarterback going up against a guy making his first NFL start, so I kind of like him in this. Yes, his weapons are suspect, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I definitely do think he's streamable here. Frank Gore, if you want to start somebody that's probably going to get you 60 yards, probably not going to catch a pass, and he's not going to find the end zone, he may vulture something. He He's going to get you somewhere between 6 and 12 fantasy points. He won't kill you. He's not going to light your world on fire. He's perfectly fine for a running back, too, if you're stacked everywhere else, but it, it's better if you look elsewhere, honestly. you there, there are better options probably sitting after the waiver wire cleared in your league unless you're in these really, really deep leagues uh, where everybody is scooped up. Now we flip over to the wide receivers, Braxton Berrios is the only guy you should be looking at in the Jets' uh, receiver core. Jamison Crowder's listed as questionable. He is most likely not going to play. Chris Hogan also wished, uh, listed as questionable. If Even if he plays, so what? Let's just be done with that experiment. And Brashad Perryman is also out. So you don't have much in the way of receivers here. Barrio should get the majority of the looks, especially with Crowder being out, and I expect him to get peppered with targets. He might sneak a touchdown in like he did last week against this Denver team. So Braxton is definitely a guy you can start, as is Chris Herndon out of the tight end position. You can look for him to possibly get some looks and maybe sneak in a touchdown as well. So you can stream Sam Darnold You can start, if you have to, Frank Gore. Start Braxton Berrios as a flex option on your team. That will work out just fine for you. You're not starting any of these other wide receivers. You can probably cut all of them, quite honestly. And then you can start Chris Herndon. There's worse options at tight end, so if he's on your team and you're not rostering two tight ends, you're starting him. So he is also a start. Now, I was not able to get a hold of my daughter to have her do the prediction tonight. I will have her back next week and then moving forward for the rest of the year. We might do more than one game even, so I'm not going to pick against the spread tonight. Um, I will tell you that I like the Jets in this game, so whatever the spread is at at game time, I'm sure it's close. It's probably a pick em at this point. Go with the Jets. I like the Jets in this game. I like them a lot. So for what that's worth, that's my opinion. We will have to see. Miles, I know you're listening. I don't know what your opinion is, but uh, when you do listen to this, shoot me a text or hit me up on Twitter either way and let me know what you think. And uh, again, guys, I want to thank all of you for joining me and letting me entertain you or inform you or hopefully I do both or one or something. But uh, we have a lot of fun and I enjoy doing the podcast. I, I hope that it does continue to help you guys and It's not about agreeing with me at all. I'm wrong a lot of the time. But I do want to bring some things up that you may not have thought about. So hopefully I do that. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, at FFKnowItAll. And definitely drop me an email, knowitallfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Make sure you look out for my articles on SkullKingsports.com slash Steelers. And... As always, I want to thank Kevin, Chris, and Temi for the awesome theme music. Our friends at Bove Design for the awesome logo. It's available in two colors, yellow with the black trim and black with the yellow trim. And you guys know where I got that from. And uh, Matt Bacon, of course, for the original color idea and the original concept. You guys are the best we have exceeded 500 downloads which was way more than I anticipated going in we are well on our way to 600 you guys are making it happen I thank all of you from the bottom of my heart for listening and and just allowing me into your lives for however many half an hour segments (laughs) it is over the course of the season enjoy your NFL action everybody and continue to do everything that you can do dominate your lives. Let me look again today.